from BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast, is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. This is the Green Zone. Oh he is the fattest man in the NFL! This is the Green Zone with Dave Ross and Wes Reynolds on VSIN, the sports betting network. We begin hour number two of the Green Zone, presented by BetMGM. Dave Ross alongside Wes Reynolds, and we were waiting for... It's now Tempo Tom, not Tampa mm-hmm. Tom. Tempo Tom. Go, 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 go. Buccaneers trying to get some rhythm to the short passing game. They've gone no huddle like they did a week ago against Philadelphia. Down 17-3, 11-20 to go here in the first half. And you got to figure here, they've got a third down and six coming here. Still about their own 35-yard on. Feels like a big drive early for the Buccaneers here to try again to just get some footing and get into this football game, at least mentally. Yeah, without question, uh, they're going to need to get something here on this drive. By the way, the Rams minus 8.5, 54.5 on the total. Whew. We are seeing a little bit more tempo, just some quick plays, you know. Even if they're just like four- and five-yard gains uh, like we're going to see here momentarily, that's what you have to do. Just keep kind of moving the chains on these guys. All right, so third and six coming up here for the Buccaneers. An early big play. And again, it's like they yeah, had second quarter, 11 minutes to go. Every game. They're big plays. But yes, early on in football games, they get this first down to Mike Evans. It's just you trust. And a stiff arm there to Jalen Ramsey said, get off me. Ramsey looking for a flag that he might have got the face mask, but nothing there. Uh, and I did see a tweet, which I shared with you and our producer, Jacob Roach, here during the break, which is, They've, they're, they're really going to do this to Matthew Stafford. They're going to give him this much hope. Hasn't mm-hmm. he suffered enough? Mm-hmm. And, and you made the good point. Look, a, a lot of people have been getting on Stafford, right, for not now he's finally won a playoff game. But he's been, when he's been in there, a sixth seed with the Lions. He's never been, been in this type of situation as the Rams starting quarterback on a team with three Hall of Famers yeah, on defense. Yeah, he was always a sixth seed in Detroit, you right. know. So, okay, he didn't win a playoff game as, as a sixth seed. Uh, a lot of people do not. Uh, by the way, they were just showing Von Miller. Von Miller getting in the backfield, but they're using that pursuit, maybe that over-pursuit against him because he keeps kind of, it's seeming like overrunning the Taking play here. Taking himself out of the play. Yes. Okay, so we got a penalty, which is not um, unlike this crew, to have a penalty on the play, but let's see what it is. Second down. After the play, we've got another one. Sportsman like, oh, my goodness. Mm. Wow. Oh, my goodness. I got. I, I always. I got to see him. Bruce that, Arians. That has actually uh, been called on Tom Brady. That is a 15-yard penalty, a seven-yard pass on first down to Mike Evans, and Von Miller did hit him just a little bit under the chin. Hit him and, high. And 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 uh, Tom Brady did not like that. Actually. Okay. Uh, so he looks to the official and says, yeah. hey, "Hit me! Hit me in the head!" Which he yeah. did. Yeah. That is Sean Hockley, the first referee to not protect Tom Brady in the NFL. 
I didn't know that was allowed. I just, for the life of me, cannot understand how we're getting these type of calls in a situation like this. You have got to be kidding me with the <laughs> officiating in this league. People wager their money on these football games. You cannot make these type of calls. Now, he makes up for it, gets yeah, it to 24. Yeah, playoff Lenny, now, a little bit of a ball. lob pass. So. And by the way, Brady's still arguing the, the previous call as he runs down the line of scrimmage. Gentlemen, we cannot take emotion out of the National Football League. These, these are games that fans and people like us to try to handicap these things. How do you handicap for officials becoming the, the star of the game, Wes? How do you possibly do it? Well, and I know you do because you actually take into account who's officiating some of these games. Yeah, and I'm, I'm actually surprised to see that Brady got a penalty call like that because there's always like a little bit of the conspiracy theory, you know, the stars get the calls like the Jordan rules yes. in the NBA that there's the Brady rules that maybe you. that maybe there were the Peyton Manning rules too because a lot of people thought that about us as Colts LeBron fans. LeBron James yes. argues every call there ever is. Yeah, and, and, and still arguing, by the way, after that first down to Leonard Fournette, but it is now uh, – Second nine, and this pass is going to be incomplete. So now third and nine from the 30-yard line. Okay, it's just, it, it is it is maddening to make and see officials. Michael Lombardi talks about it all the time on Lombardi, uh, the Lombardi line here weekdays on VEASAN, where the officials do, and, and Will Hill made the point of it earlier in the game, the, the officials want to be a part of this story for some equation. Well, I do not understand. And, and, and they just showed a close-up of Tom Brady uh, where, he, where Von Miller kind of got him under the chin. We have blood on TB12, so we'll see if uh, they made Brady, Brady bleed his own blood. We'll see if that's going to uh, motivate him. I'm sure it oh, very yeah. much is here. Now Brady's he's busted up, he has, taste, he has tasted his own blood. Throwing the damn towel as he uh, is going to be incomplete That ball hit here. the ground, no interception. So we'll see. Now, they're going to be in that norm, no man's land here in fourth down. Looks like they're going to kick the field goal with Ryan Suckup. But let, let me, for the record, to set this straight, we'll get Will Hill back on and get his thoughts too. They called a 15-yard penalty mm-hmm. for a guy who's now busted up for a shot, an illegal shot, according mm-hmm. to the rules, that Von Miller hit him underneath the chin. Mm-hmm. You're not supposed to hit quarterbacks in the head, right? So the official misses the call. Brady lets him know, hey, mm-hmm. y- you missed it. In well, this game, you can't miss it. And then they call one on you. I'm going to call the conspiracy theory here. Maybe Brady had the razor blade in his tape on his wrist like Ric Flair or some pro wrestler and uh, went ahead and cut himself uh, to do the gig job. And by the way, not no a gig job, but a gag job. That field goal, no good. Wide right from Ryan Suckup. So now 17-3. to three. Uh, We've got uh, an upset Tom Brady here as uh, we're going to go to Will Hill and uh, Will's going to give us his perspective on maybe if there's anything to do in game. Oh, boy. Momentum completely lost on that drive with that missed kick, Will. Essentially a turnover. Lombardi talks about it all the time. A missed kick is a turnover now. uh, Pretty good field position for the Rams, up 14. Any sort of points here. Remember, the Rams get the ball to start the second half. I mean, you're looking at dagger territory. The Bucs are really up against it here. Uh, in terms of a live bet, I'd probably, you know, if I had nothing in pocket, I'd probably lean towards laying the eight and a half uh, with the Rams. In terms of a profit, if you have a site, if you have a, a book that updates the props live, maybe under rushing yards for Fournette, figure the next time they get the ball, maybe they're down 17, 21 points. Uh, you're going to get to the, uh, away from the running game at some point. So under running, under rushing yards for uh, for Tampa might be a way to go. Maybe over rushing yards for, for Cam Akers or Michelle. You know, Will, I, I know that you and Wes, and, and certainly across the Visa network here, I think you guys do it. We, we try to do a great job, and you guys do better than I do on this, where you do take into account the officiating crew here. And look, I'm, 
I, this stuff just drives me crazy, Will, as you well know at this stage, right, with the refs. And we saw it yesterday with, with again, the Packer game where it looked like a clear fumble and a scoop and potentially a score. But what is a catch? Who knows? Then you get this where they clearly missed the call. It should have been a 15-yard roughing penalty against Von Miller. Brady shows him the blood if you want the visual evidence. But then you get mad at my tone, so then you throw yeah. a 15-yarder on me. I mean, how do you handicap this stuff? How do you do it? It's brutal. It's brutal. It's a tough one. But at the end of the day, look, the Bucks can't really block him. I mean, there's just every other play. Brady's dumping the ball off. He's getting hit. So uh, maybe that drive would have stalled anyway. But your point is well taken. Hockey, it's a joke that he's got in a game. I mean, how Jerome Boger got a game, how Hockey got a game, I have no idea. And I, I have there's nothing that you're there's nothing that's going to be done about it because we all watch the games. We all bet on them anyway, so we can get played about it all we want. I mean, the, the NFL really doesn't care. I haven't seen a referee get such scorn since Earl Hebner in the Montreal screw job in 1997 <laughs> where uh, he screwed Brett Hart, or as Vincent Mian said, Brett screwed Brett. But Earl nevertheless, Hebner makes the show. Back to Tom Brady here. By the way, we did just have a first Dave Ross. That is the first unsportsmanlike conduct penalty in Tom Brady's career. How you throw that flag in that situation, when you miss the call, is it, it's, you talk about people say, I mean, the stones on that guy, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I screwed up. So let me show you how bad I screwed up by screwing you mm-hmm. in the pro- That's what just happened before our eyes. And yes, they got the first down, but that's still 15. There's 30 yards that got flip flopped because of an official missing one call and then deciding to make another call. You missed the first one, that's bad enough. Don't compound the problem because mm-hmm. your ego gets in the way of the call. Yeah, I, I think some, I mean, in big games like this, you want to let it go. Uh, you know, things like that. I didn't like the call on Sue right. necessarily early on, even though Sue kind of has a little bit more of a reputation. Certainly in yeah. Tom Brady, he's gotten a lot more than one unsportsmanlike conduct in his career. That is now Tom Brady's first, by the way. And now the Rams <sighs> do have the football. Back to the game here. Stafford, 9 of 14, 176, two touchdowns. But I do think you're going to see a little bit uh, more run heavy here and some short passing game there. I believe that was to acres. Now the Rams going to have a third and short very quickly. And again, I, you know, Bruce Arians knows his football team and to Will Hill's point, you know, they they're getting whipped up front. There's no denying that right now. The decision to kick that field goal, though, at that point, did you think it was the right one? Again, it was a long one by Sucker. I actually did not. Right. I, I was kind of thinking I, they were in there yeah, no man's land. Yeah, it was at the 30. I, I did not, and I know it's easy to say after the fact. No, I, but, I was kind of – But, but yeah. I think the fact that you were moving the ball a little bit, yes. you got a pissed-off quarterback yes, right exactly now. It's like, okay, let's use that anger to our advantage here as uh, Bucks trying to get off the field here. It is third and three Rams on the uh, 45-yard line in their own territory. Yeah, so again, and they're going to throw a little flanker screen here, and Cam Akers is going to get that first down. So that's kind of exactly where I was. So a lot of people, like you say, oh, it's easy to second guess. No, we were first guessing that. We were, were asking that while Brady was still barking at the officials. So a lot of things going on in that last drive. But Bruce Arians, Tom Brady, uh, certainly Todd Bowles, they're mm-hmm. going to have to figure this out quickly. And, again, they're right in the same situation they just were where the Rams have the ball uh, around midfield, up 14, and any points here before the first half to make this a three-score game. I mean, the odds of a comeback, I know it's Tom Brady. He's done it against Atlanta in Super Bowls. We, we all know who this is that you're going up against. But I can't imagine Sean McVay, who can be conservative at times, mm-hmm. would ever take the foot off the gas. Because, pack. look, he's running on first down every single time. Only got one yard last time. Just gets two here to Acres this time around. So, 
you're starting to see a little bit that that they're trying to run the ball, keep this defense on the field. I certainly understand that, but I do think you got to mix it up a little bit, run sometimes and throw sometimes. But 638 left to go. Rams with the football in Tampa territory. Rams minus 10 and a half, 52 and a half on your total. This is not, you know, carte blanche. This is not for every official out there because most of them understand the job. It's not about you. It's just not about you. It's about the players. And most officials get that. They understand that. Other ones don't. We need to get that out, that memo out to the NFL officials. It should just be a one line. That's the whole memo. It's not about you. And of, of soapbox. Much more to get to right here at the Green Zone. Come on back. It's Visa and the Sports Betting Network. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. season here it's time to download betmgm sports it's nevada's premier sports betting app betmgm is all of your favorite wagering options along with in-game betting boosted odds specials and much much more download the betmgm app today or stop by any mgm casino on the strip with your state issued id to open up an account and start placing sports bets from anywhere in nevada whatever your sport whatever your betting style you're going to love betmgm state-of-the-art technology and fan-friendly specials every day of the week visit betmgm for terms and conditions must be 21 or older and physically located in nevada please gamble responsibly if you have a problem call 1-800-522-4700 dave ross alongside west Reynolds. this is the green zone here on beeson and there may be a problem brewing in tampa bay if you're a backer of the buccaneers you're laying two and a half or three pre-flop here right now this is all la all the time it's gonna be third and long and the rams are in scoring territory at about the 34 yard line mm-hmm. of tampa bay so we saw bruce arians get a little bit conservative with his fourth down decision We'll see if Matthew Stafford even has one to make. They've been pretty good on third third down, especially that third and 20 to Cooper Cup for the touchdown. I wonder if here Sean McVay plays for a, a shorter play. Lest, uh, and he's having trouble hearing. This may be a timeout here okay. because he, uh, they're getting loud down there in Tampa. He was having trouble hearing. So we'll see if they get up to the line and just select to kind of take a timeout here as the clock's going to run under three yeah, minutes. And they are. Out. He's not going to get the playoff. So timeout for the Rams. That leaves them with one remaining. By the way, Tampa Bay has their full allotment of three timeouts and a two-minute warning. 
really what the Rams want to do, obviously get a first down and take this under the two-minute warning mm-hmm. and take that out of play. But 17-3, it is third and 14 from the Tampa 32. Rams minus 11.5, 50.5 on the total at BetMGM. You know, we talk about stages of elimination or for fan bases, stages of grief. And I've already been going through mine as a fan of the Dallas Cowboys because their elimination happened last week at this time. If you thought the Buccaneers season would come to an end today, pre-flop, it's basically a money line scenario on the Rams. Well, you would see that at about plus 130. If you thought they'd win today but lose next week to now the Niners, mm-hmm. how about that? Plus 190 would be that scenario. If you thought they'd get to the Super Bowl but not win it, that's plus 550. And or Tom Brady to win it again, plus 550. Now, look, obviously you can get better odds right now doing in-game for them to come back and win this very game as they're down 17-3 to and looks like they're going to give up more points. But pre-flop today, where would you have put your money for the Buccaneers? Uh, I thought, well, I bet the Rams today at plus three. So, you know, I thought they were going to lose today, and they currently are. A lot of time left to go. Conservative play hall, by the way, here to Cooper Cup, is going to get (laughs) close to the first down. I think it's going to be short two yards. I still... A yeah. nothing play, and somehow yeah. he gets 11 and, out of that. And Matt Gay and the kicking unit are going to come on. They try to gain what they can. Cooper Cup almost broke that tackle. It was just a little pass into the flat. Missed tackle. Missed tackle. And, uh, by the way, they are going to bring Matt Gay onto the field here. 219 left to go, and Matt Gay's kick is going to be good. So now 20-3. to three. Wow. Rams elect to go ahead and take it there and not go for it. I thought man, maybe if it was fourth and one, they would have went for it, but they decided not to here at fourth and three. And, again, remember, Remember, the Rams going to get the ball first in the second half. As yeah, well. and that's probably why he's kicking here and trying to get something instead of, you know, deciding, mm-hmm. okay, I'm going to go for it because, you know, 219 and three timeouts and a two-minute warning. Whoa. He's thinking, okay, we'll trade free for three here, and we just got to keep him out of the end zone. But a lot of time left for the Bucks to get some points here. At the end of the first half, we've got 23 on the board. That total for the first half, 23 and a half. You know, they're showing the 99 NFC title game where the Rams beat the Buccaneers 11 to 6. Was, was, that had to have been a score of Gami. <laughs> I don't know if we ever saw an 11 to 6 game. But. And, of course, the, the quarterback that day for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers is Vison's own Sean King, mm-hmm. who had that completed pass to Bert Emanuel, which they called incomplete. Yes. I don't know if that's actually the day that the NFL forgot what a catch is and what isn't a catch. Because I, you can go back to Franco Harris and the Immaculate Reception, right? But they didn't have replay back then. They just The officials just all ran off the field. But really, you know, again, I know Packer backers are not going to get over some of those calls yesterday, early on in the game, mm-hmm. when it looked like it wouldn't matter, right? When it's still 7 nothing, Packers look like they were in control. But you can go back to that Sean King, Bert Emanuel play in modern football and say that's really where this, this changed. And we start to have this what is a catch, what isn't a catch thing. And they are deciding football games. It looked clearly to me like a, fu- a catch and a fumble yesterday, I believe it was Brandon Ayuk on that reception, scooped up by the Packers in a 7 nothing game and potentially taking that in for a 14 nothing lead, which they, they, they then reviewed. The call on the field was fumble, and then it goes to incomplete. You see some of these arbitrary calls by the officials today with some of these uh, unsportsmanlike conduct penalties, and you got to remember, these are deciding outcomes that, again, we try to handicap. But, but nevertheless, uh, the Rams, I mean... They're the rightful leader no of this game. No 23. They're That's absolutely, a different scenario. Yeah. But again, when they're showing that Bird Emanuel play, it did lead me to think, wow, our own Sean King might have been involved in one of the preeminent plays that helped or hurt 
the case for replay yeah. as we go on each and every week. By the way, Tom Brady sacked And he just got down. swallowed by Aaron Donald there for a seven-yard loss. So now second and 17. Two-minute warning. Two-minute warning. Uh, Tampa Bay has the ball on their own eight. Let's go back out to Will Hill. Will, I, this is going to be an interesting predicament. You've got third and long. You're down 20-3. to three. You're going to be defending to begin the third quarter. How important is this play here? Because if you punt it back, the Rams could get more points and then the football again to begin the third quarter. Yeah, to me, this game is over. Just watching it, the score, the Rams getting the ball back. Brady doesn't have any time. I, I know you can't count on Brady. I'm counting him out. I think this game, you can call the fight here. And you can really start to talk about, not to get ahead of ourselves, but what the hell. Uh, a legacy win for Matt Stafford. He's been kind of a polarizing guy. Some people think he's a stat patter. Some people think he's really overrated. Some people think he's underrated, just in a bad situation. To beat Brady in a playoff game, to look pretty good doing it, be one win away from the Super Bowl, uh, this is uh, pretty much a signature win. It's going to look like for Stafford, barring some miraculous comeback at this point. I'd be curious what the Bucks are on the money line at this point. It's getting to the point here where, you know what, you're, you're going to have to play pretty much bowl a perfect game from now on if you're Tampa to get back in this. I just don't see it to me. Uh, this is all all Rams. Plus 675, as Will mentioned, currently in play on the Tampa Bay money line, minus 1,100 on the Rams. And to Will's point, look, uh, I call I would consider myself a Stafford stan, uh, having seen him in person, because I remember getting an invite to Colts training camp when the Lions were there to play a scrimmage because they were playing that preseason game on Sunday. So did a couple practices against each other just to see him in person how hard and how much spin he has on that football. This guy can really throw the ball. So I thought, man, if this guy ever got on a good team, maybe this guy can be dangerous. And I know he'll throw interceptions, but, you know, mm -hmm. a lot of guys throw interceptions. I mean, Brett, Brett Favre threw interceptions. Yeah. Peyton Manning threw interceptions. So, you know, this guy, if he can go ahead and hold on here, and right now the Rams minus 15 and a half, 51 and a half on the total at BetMGM, this would be the legacy win because that's always been the thing on Stafford. It's like, well, he's never got it done in the postseason, but keep in mind, he only had three career playoff games in those dozen years in Detroit, and they were the sixth seed every single time before they had seven teams in the playoffs. So mm. he was the bottom seed in the NFC and then gets the win on Monday where it felt like Arizona, it was more of like a demerit on Arizona than it was credit to the Rams, and that's why I thought the Rams had value at least early on. So far, so good. All right, well, and again, I think what this also does for the Rams backers and certainly less need the GM. They go, this is why we made the, this is why we basically gave up three first round picks to get Matthew Stafford, yeah. right? It, to, to make those trades. And also I think will it justifies the Von Miller trade, right? That you go, we're going, all, we're not just getting Stafford. Now we got three hall of famers on defense and will really, that's been the difference here in this first half. Yeah, I mean, just a few days ago, they're playing Arizona as Brady gets picked off here and this is really getting out of hand. Wow. Now it may be over. Wow. Yeah, it's over. Wow. A few days ago, they're playing Arizona and say, wow, if you lose in the first round of Arizona, you traded all this for Stafford. You traded all this for all these different guys. You got no picks, you know, for the next two decades. Uh, and it's not worth it. Well, here we are six days later. They're going to the NFC Championship game. And uh, even if they look, if they lose an NFC Championship game, you live with it. But you know what? You give yourself a shot to win a championship. It's what it's all about is winning the whole thing. So uh, we could start to size up the Rams and the 49ers. I think it's pretty safe to say. As we'll hear all week, uh, the 49ers, Shanahan, they have owned the Rams, beat them twice this year. So uh, the Rams had a chance to knock them out just a couple of weeks ago and, and keep them out of the playoffs. So 
Let's see if that comes around to haunt them. Uh, it's going to be an NFC West, NFC title game. This game is over. Dave, uh, you are a connoisseur here, the host of uh, First Strike here, talking about MMA and UFC specifically. Trilogies. And you watch these fights very closely. And sometimes you see fighters in the cage where they get old kind of overnight. Mm. Might that be happening to number 12 wearing the right jersey because he absolutely floated that ball. And it's just... Father time is undefeated, Dave. We yeah. know that. Everybody's got an expiration date at some point, but Tom Brady absolutely floated that pass. He looks uh he's looking he's looking his age now. Yeah, and I think what's happening too is that Rush clearly they're getting beaten up front. Look, the Niners beat mm-hmm. up the Cowboys up front. The Niners beat up the Packers up front. And right now the Rams whipped Arizona up front. They're doing the same. It's look, football is not that complicated to figure out. Mm-hmm. It's really going to be offense, defensive lines. If you win those battles, you're more than likely going to win those games if your quarterback doesn't screw it up. So again, uh looks like uh Davis is, just got injured for the Buccaneers. It's going bad to worse. Rams in prime scoring position up 20 to 3. I'm looking for more. That live number now up around 18. I'm seeing it some places. I did not see this coming. Maybe a Rams win, not a Rams blowout. We'll break it all down. Much more to get to. We'll get to halftime and those second half odds. Ben Brown's going to join us from Pro Football Focus as well. Come on back. It's the Green Zone here on Visa, the Sports Betting Network. It's never too early to prepare for the big game. We want to make sure VEASAN is a part of your plans. We're going to be with you throughout the playoffs. And then on championship weekend, we've got 56 hours of free video coverage on VEASAN.com leading up to our sixth annual live big game betcast. It's the biggest game of the year. So make plans now to join the VEASAN betting experts before, during, and after all the action on VEASAN.com. Dave Ross alongside Wes Reynolds and cue The Undertaker, Jeff. Yeah, the Undertaker, because the under is going to get there for the first half. If This is going to be ruled a fumble, by the way. And that first half total, of course, 23 and a half. It wow. is 20 to 3, your score. So uh, that's some, a bad sad, beat. some sad pandas out there if they went ahead and bet the over. Well, and it's amazing because Cam Akers looks like he's going to go, uh, you know, as a first and goal play down inside the one-yard line. So going to call timeout, get some... And then all of a sudden, fumble, which, of course, the officials did not get correct on the field. They called it down. It's being reviewed. It's going to be overturned. Mm -hmm. There is no way in uh, God's green earth that that's not a fumble by Cam Akers. You assume Brady, sneak it out of there. Let's make sure that this call is reversed. Yeah, the the ruling on the field. Let's clarify. It was down by contact, but Bruce Arians uh, clapping some hands yeah, that here. That ball is so moving. Tampa Bay going to get the football. It's going to be twenty to three. They're probably going to take a knee and not risk turning That's it over it. deep in their own territory. So uh, if you had the uh, first half under twenty three and a half, uh, breathe your sigh of relief. So again, we don't know if it's going to be shades of the Super Bowl, twenty-seven to three. But again, it's twenty to three, and that is a huge, just a, a glimmer of hope for the Buccaneers. They had to avoid points; they did so somehow, some way. Let's get out to Ben Brown, Pro Football Focus. Follow him on Twitter at pff underscore ben brown. Ben, first of all, what'd you make of this first half here? Because look, I expected this to be, you know, arguably a, a back and forth affair. It's been all fourth for the uh, Rams and all back for the Bucks. 
Yeah, definitely. I mean, it's been a clinic from Raheem Morris, I would say, in a lot of ways. And I think, you know, I expected Tristan Wirfs early on when I was kind of placing some bets on the Buccaneers to uh, at least be able to play kind of coming back from that injury last week. So I thought he would at least be somewhat effective. Obviously, him not playing has been a huge detriment. Uh, Tom Brady's basically been uh, under pressure on over 50% of his dropbacks. That hasn't worked out whatsoever in a lot of ways. They have no real quick game. Nobody's winning downfield either. Uh, and the penalty situation isn't really breaking right for the Buccaneers either. So uh, pretty thankful that they got this break toward the end of the half. Uh, maybe we can get something happening here in the second half. I mean, I know Tom Brady likes playing from behind 20 to three, like you said, 28 to three reminiscent of that Super Bowl. Maybe we can get uh, a vintage performance, but uh, it's tough to see Brady really go out like this. If this is really going to be uh, his last game here. Whoa. I mean, that would be a stunner because mm-hmm. Tom seems like he wants to play until he's 50 here. And Wes and I were discussing, look, nobody likes pressure. No quarterback likes pressure. And Brady's getting a lot of it right now. And again, when you have three Hall of Famers uh, on defense like the Rams do, Jalen Ramsey, uh, you know, Von Miller, and certainly Aaron Donald, it's going to be a tough road to hope. But you mentioned that is the biggest deficit Tom Brady's ever come back from 25 points, 28 to 3 in that Super Bowl against the ATL. I know Falcons fans don't want to hear it, but here's where we stand right now. One of those weird things just happening with Cam Akers fumbling the football away. So it's 20 to three now, officially at half. Wes, do you have some second half numbers very quickly? Yeah, waiting for him to come out here. It looks like uh, we are going to get, because the in play was Rams minus 13 and a half. They're up 17. So uh, right now, at least the early number, three and a half, as we wait for the market to populate here, Tampa Bay in the second half. I would fully expect that Tampa Bay is going to get a lot of the second half love you here think from, so. from the casual betters because maybe that is the play that kind of gives the Tampa Bay Bucks life who pretty much were going to be DOA Whoa. if the Rams scored there. This game was going to be over. I don't think they were coming back from that and they may not even come back today, but three and a half for the second half, seeing 24 and a half on the total. That's basically kind of right around where it was pre-flop. It did close 48, 48 and a half. And before you make those second half wagers, people remember the Rams do get the football first. All right, Ben, let's get back to the the second game today, hopefully, we'll get a little bit more of a competitive one uh, between the Bills and the Chiefs. What do you make of that matchup here? We're seeing some of the money. Looks like it's coming in on the Bills here, down to one and a half, pretty much market wide at this stage. Yeah, definitely. It seems like the Bills are kind of the heavy side. Uh, you know, open up two and a half, basically slipped down the whole way. Uh, I don't really have a strong lean on the spread. I do think the total uh, is probably the spot that I'm looking uh, with the most value right now. I do think that, you know, 55 is kind of where it opened up down to 54, 54 and a half in certain spots. I do think this is going to be a spot where we're probably going to see uh, this gameplay under. I do think, hmm. uh, you know, outside of the Bills first drive uh, in this week five match that they had with Josh Allen kind of, you know, highlighted with his legs. There were only really a couple deep shots that the Bills were successful on. Uh, and outside of that, it was kind of this choppy game aided heavily by some penalty situations. So I lean under in this match, but I know that's not what a, a lot of people want to hear. They want this to be the exciting, you know, 44 or 40, mm-hmm. uh, you know, shootout performance, basically Bills basically putting up, you know, a touchdown on every single drive and the Chiefs having to keep pace. But uh, I just don't see uh, that potentially playing out uh, as well as it's expected. So I'm leaning on some unders here. I do think that, you know, under 54 and a half below, it's going to be uh, probably dicey throughout. Uh, and maybe a painful spot. I'm definitely backing it here, uh, at least pregame, even though uh, I might be switching uh, if if we get some fireworks here really early on. Ben, we're two for two because I am on the under at 54 and a half as well. So I agree with your assessment. But Ben, you do do some write-ups with us at vcin.com. And I know you go very prop heavy in terms of uh, how you evaluate this game. Anything that you're looking at that might stand out for Bills and Chiefs on the prop market? 
Yeah, definitely. So we do see, you know, with some high total games like this, any game like above 51, there is this heavy bias for, uh, you know, the prop market to potentially be a little bit overpriced. So we do see a lot of unders hit. I think you're right around like 54.5% of the time mm. uh, in a game 51 or over. Uh, uh, the majority of props do go under. So I'm leaning in that direction as well. Devin Singletary under 2.5 receptions. You can hit that at, you know, like a plus 125 price. I like that one quite a bit. I do think that, uh, you know, Given the success that Josh Allen had on the ground, especially, you know, against that Chiefs in week five, but that's kind of been the way he's been handling pressure here uh, of late. I do think that instead of getting some of those dump down opportunities to Devin Singletary, Josh Allen's going to be scrambling with his legs. So don't really see any checkdowns going in his direction. So I like that under quite a bit. Uh, other than that, uh, you know, Gabriel Davis is another guy I think is going to be probably uh, not really heard of a whole lot here. So under 2.5 receptions for him, I think is a decent spot. Uh, but it's 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 kind of dicey, right? I do think you know Patch Mahomes. If you do uh, want to, if you do want to get involved with potentially this game, looking at a shootout, I do think him over 2.5 passing touchdowns, always a solid play, plus 125 price on that. Uh, I do think that uh, the, you know the injury situation with Tre'Davious White. This is finally going to be the spot where it matters, right? In Week Five, in that matchup, uh, I think there were one of three on on passes 20 plus yards downfield basically not successful whatsoever uh this is going to be the spot where Tyreek Hill needs to win deep if he does uh Patrick Mahomes going to go over 2.5 passing touchdowns that is probably the only way that I see uh the Chiefs potentially winning this game here uh, on Sunday night and uh guys now two and a half starting to see some three in the market here for the second half for Tampa Bay total 24 24 and a half 48 48 and a half was a closer so right there at pre uh, very quickly, Ben, too, on the prop scenario there. And, and, and like you guys have mentioned here, a lot of people always look to the quarterback and the quarterback props per se here because those are, are more of the uh, favorable ones for the, the common better to, to, to wager on. I look at the passing touchdowns here for Mahomes, it's two and a half. For Allen, it's one and a half. And each guy at a half or an interception. Do you ever look at those and find any value there, Ben? Or are those kind of just those, all right, people are always going to take those overs because they're looking for points and they're looking for yards? Yeah, definitely. I do think there is some value sometimes on like the under one and a half passing touchdowns, even, you know, two and a half, but you're laying pretty heavy juice in the majority of those spots. But I do love my interception prop sweats. I do usually get on the under in those <laughs> situations. Uh, we, we at PFF have a turnover worthy play uh, kind of stat. It isn't necessarily like every single interception is a turnover worthy play. Not every, you know, not every turnover worthy play results in an interception either. But we do find that that is probably the most the best predictor of interceptions going forward here. Josh Allen has been really good in that regard. Uh, so at, you know, a minus 115 price for him to go under uh, his 0.5 interceptions. I do like that spot quite a bit here against a Chiefs defense that I would say is uh, definitely a little bit overrated, especially in the secondary market. I think we have them uh, basically as the 11th best unit in the NFL overall, but their coverage unit has been a uh, disaster. Of course, you only have to go back to, the, you know, the Cincinnati Bengals mm -hmm. uh, performance against them in week 16, basically to know that uh, they can't really cover too many people downfield. So uh, Josh Allen's been really good taking care of the football. If he is, uh, you know, kind of handling those pressure situations through scrambling. Uh, he's not really going to have any of those turnover worthy plays. So I like him going under uh, his interception prop here quite a bit as well. All right, Ben Brown, uh, follow him on Twitter at PFF underscore Ben Brown, of course, does a great job with pro football focus. Ben, enjoy the second half. Maybe we'll get that back uh, Bucks comeback here and make this thing interesting. And if not, enjoy the second game on the afternoon slate. Awesome. Sounds good. Thanks, guys. Enjoy your show. All right. Thank you very much, Ben. Or so again, maybe we won't. Some of us <laughs> on the other side here. But uh, I want some drama less. Let's get some drama in the second half. It's been all one-way traffic here in the Rams 
in the first half I, here. But I, I want to put the feet up and put it to bed. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but, I understand but that. But it's obviously better for the show if it's a closer game. No, but again, to that point, really, that first drive of the third quarter is going to be huge, right? If the Bucks can get a stop, get a three and out, maybe mm-hmm. we can start to see this thing uh, get a little bit more interesting. But if the Rams control it, get down there and get more points, we're right back. To where we started it from before halftime. Yeah, exactly. And that's why you're not seeing. You're seeing two and a half, basically, for the second half. It is getting bad up to three. I think books knew that they were going to get hit for the second half on Tampa Bay. All right, so let's see what's going to happen here as we get ready to start that second half. And again, we'll break down the Bills and Chiefs as well. Come on back. It is the Green Zone right here on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. welcomes you with a special offer on the NFL playoffs. Simply place a $10 money line wager on any game, and if either team scores a touchdown, you're going to win $200 in free bets regardless of your bet's outcome. Just use the bonus code VEASAN200 when you make your very first wager. Enjoy the playoffs like never before and earn M-Life rewards that you can redeem at any MGM resort. Download the app or go to betmgm.com. Use the bonus code VEASAN200 to win $200 in free bets if either team scores a touchdown in the game you wager on. Visit betmgm.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. New customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued is non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. If you have a problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Mississippi and Nevada. Dave Ross alongside West Reynolds. This is the Green Zone right here in Beeson. Getting ready for the second half to begin down in Tampa. All LA. 20-3. Mm-hmm. to 3. Just yeah. saw... And the reason why, too, I'm always interested in these stats, Dave. Uh, in terms of the pass blocking, we know uh, Worf's out for Tampa Bay. The Tampa Bay Bucks, uh, what they call the pass block win rate, Ooh. was 13% in the first half. The worst by a single team in a single game this season was week one. The Carolina Panthers against the New York football Jets was 20%. Ooh. So that shows you... This 13% is about as bad as it can get right now. And uh, by the way, the Rams about to receive the second half kickoff. Let me see if I can get a closer here before this kicks off. Uh, Tampa Bay did see a little bit of the money up to three Mm. for the second half, but not a lot because I think people are saying, hey, Uh Tom Brady, he was getting pressure all up in his face. Uh, Ten pressures in the first half 
24 and a half, by the way, is the second half. Total. Let's get back out to Will Hill, our correspondent. Follow him on Twitter at not the Will Hill. So, Will, adjustments in the second half, or is this thing uh, too far down the uh, primrose path? Yeah, some of the adjustments I would make would be blocking, tackling, completely forward pass. <laughs> yeah. Those are just, those just a few of them. Uh, this is starting to feel like, I'm sure you guys remember, Dan Marino's last game, I think it was like a 62-10 uh, loss to Jacksonville. This is ugly. And the loss of Tristan Wirfs, it's only going to show itself more in this kind of scenario where the Bucks have to drop back and pass every down. If you can't block, you can't block. There's not much you can do. Uh, I would worry, even if Tampa's moving the ball about a strip sack, I mean, Brady you know, can't really negate that pressure like Mahomes or Allen can with his legs. Uh, I know that that fumble before the half maybe makes you nervous if, if you're on the Rams here. That was a chance to really you know shut the door. But uh, any sort of points here for the Rams, any sort of a long drive, really can put this thing away. I can only look to the Rams. To me, this has been, uh, been a mismatch. And that's the problem here is you're at the point of no return. Bruce Arian says, hey, we got 30 minutes to fix it. But again, you're at zero margin of error mm-hmm. going forward. Everything's mm-hmm. got to be perfect to have a comeback like they had against the Falcons who are down by 25. And, and you know, uh, we do have the king of New York here, as you like to call him, Dave Ross, uh, Will Hill, uh, watching this game for us. And speaking of New York, this from Mark Canizaro of the New York Post. I was told through a source well-informed in NFL circles to keep an eye on the possibility that Tom Brady and Bruce Arians may call it a career after these playoffs and Todd Bowles will take over as head coach of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. It's kind of always funny how these always come out during the game and you get, and you get these stories or whatnot, but nevertheless was reported by Mark Canizaro of the New York post. Wow. That would be a shocking scenario. If Brady, who has, has given no indication that he would retire, after this year, absolutely none to go out like this. It, it just seems odd mm-hmm. for, for a guy with Brady, you know, and man in the arena, all these things he's doing right. now. And right. he's kind of really been a different Tom Brady since leaving new England. It would seem odd to me, but Hey, those reports are out there. And the Rams, by the way, do have a first down Odell Beckham jr. Looks like that completed. That catch is going to be completed. So the Rams already moving it now, uh, getting close to midfield. Uh, in their first drive here of the second half. Okay. So it looks like all systems go for LA. We do have one other game that we do want to get to, and of course that's the Buffalo Bills and the Kansas City Chiefs. If, you're, if you've been watching this, and I'm sure these teams are immersed in everything they got to do, but man, it's got to make you nervy if you're the Chiefs and you see the Niners go to mm-hmm. Green Bay and get the win. You see the Bengals go to Tennessee and get the win. You have to be the flag bearer for the favorites now. That's it, right? You, you got to be, hey, what about us? And to get Patrick Mahomes as as small a favorite at home as you're probably ever going to get. Mm-hmm. I mean, what world do we live in that you can't even get upstanding three points here if you're a Buffalo Bills backer? No, you can't even get three. That's how much respect they got on the boys from uh, upstate New York. What do you make of this? Because, again, you're never going to get Mahomes at this low Right. Every single game the Bills have won this season have been by double digits. When they win, they win convincingly. And if you look in that first game, by the way, where the Bills had 436 yards, they had eight yards of play. They only had 54 total plays. Kansas City had the ball for like a little bit less than 33 minutes. The Bills just a little over 27 minutes. Mm. Uh, And uh, Kansas City ran uh, 79 plays for 392, 5.0 yards of play. We saw... Kind of what the Bills did, you know. That was that whole narrative that we heard all season long that probably got overplayed in hindsight in terms of 
put the two high safeties, force them to throw underneath, don't get beat for the big play down the field by Kelsey and, and Tyreek Hill, make them run the football. So, look, the Kansas City Chiefs eventually figured it out, and I think uh, the defense, while Ben Brown from PFF, who was our guest in the last segment, said probably a little bit overrated by the numbers, mm. especially in terms of pass coverage, and I certainly see that because you can get plays down the field on these guys, but the Chiefs, you got to look at the numbers too. You know, been allowing uh, so few points, I believe, before that Pittsburgh game. They were allowing only 10 points a game at home the last six home games before the playoff game. So, you know, you would expect that this is going to be a very competitive game. A lot of people, you know, do respect the Bills. Yeah. And, you know, I've heard some say, hey, I'd make them favored here if they weren't necessarily playing at Arrowhead Stadium. The weather is not going to be a factor. Maybe there'll be some wins, but that affects both teams. But obviously... This is Buffalo. They're not going to be worried about the cold. And Kansas no. City's played plenty of cold games at uh, Arrowhead Stadium. I did go on the under at 54 and a half because if you look at these big totals in playoff games, and and they really, you know, usually will stay under the total when you when you really look at a total this high. And it's this high for a reason. These are two of the faster face mm-hmm. offensive tempo teams in the league. But I went back to 03. And you had playoff totals in between 54 to 56 points. I believe there were a total of nine games. Okay. This is going back to 03. Eight of them went under the total. Well, the one game that did not was last year in the AFC championship game between the Chiefs and the Bills, which was at 54 and a half, just like it was last year. Mm-hmm. 62 points scored in that one. And in a blowout, that, the, that look, we knew the Bills were up early, I believe, 9 nothing in that game. Then really Kansas City took over in that second quarter and beyond got some cosmetic scores to get that game to go over, but really never in doubt there. It looks like the Buccaneers, by the way, have gotten the stop, and they're going to force the Rams to punt fourth and five around midfield. Um, it, it is significant here because, again, it felt like after Brady threw the pick at the end of the mm-hmm. first half, the Rams certainly were going to score at least a field goal, but more than likely a touchdown inside the one-yard line. And then that fumble that the officials didn't see, but uh, they had to review it. It was overturned. And now kind of that middle that middle eight we talked about, the last four minutes, yes, the Rams still won it, but it could have been convincingly over at this stage. They, yeah. do, they do pin the Bucks down inside the 10-yard line with this punt, but at least the Bucks, they've avoided a couple of potential death blows and nails in the mm-hmm. coffin here to at least keep that that. They're still breathing, yeah. but like Duncan Sheik, barely breathing. Remember They're, that right. song in yes. the 90s? They so, are. Rams minus 13 and a half, 45 and a half at BetMGM. So the Bucks going to get the, the first position again. Only three minutes come off the clock here. And again, at, we talk about it now. It's margin of error. There is none mm-hmm. going forward for the Bucks. So again, before you hop in on this in-game, and this is why we, we kind of like to lay these things out here for you, just realize that if you're going to back the Bucks here in the second half, they're going to have to take chances. And that means Brady's going to throw the football up and potentially could cause for big plays, but for both teams. So... It's it's just not a given here that all yeah. of a sudden this this game script's going to go the way of the Atlanta game. Yeah, and I know you're pinned deep here, but obviously you want to start with some plays in the passing game, and then you got to mix in a little bit of a run. You've got a lot of time here of just 11:51 remaining here in the third quarter, but you got to get points on this drive, or it is going to be all over. All right, and again, we're going to remind you in the uh, next hour, Sean Salisbury, of course, the former NFL quarterback and fight on legend from USC, is going to join us, and Tank Williams. Of course, I'm sure he's still getting over that Tennessee Titans loss yesterday. Mm-hmm. We'll catch up with Tank as well. 
uh, in the uh, I know last he's hour. not going to be on my underplay in the night no, game. Uh, no. The T-Money the juice sprinkled all over that one. So we'll catch up with those guys as well. But again, as you mentioned here right now in the live number, uh, Buccaneers uh, here is still down 17 for the game, getting about 14, 14 and a half. We're seeing across the market here that over-under has come down now, Wes, as we're seeing the defense is set in about 45 and a half now. I'm seeing on those live numbers here. So people expecting the Rams maybe to get conservative. And if the Bucks don't get the points, you wonder how much the the, uh, yeah. the Rams will be looking for more. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I thought the Rams were kind of conservative on that first yeah. drive. Uh, great pump by Johnny Hecker, though, to get Tampa Bay down to their own five yard. All right. So, again, we'll see what the Bucks do here on that first possession. When we come back, we'll dive into some maybe some of these prop scenarios for the Bills and Chiefs. And uh, maybe some like when you might see a score, mm-hmm. say, at the end of the first half and the final two minutes of it. We'll give you those numbers when you come back with us. Come on back. It's the Green Zone right here on Visa and the Sports Betting Network. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. 